Hi, my name is Ben Buddy Slack, and I'm the founder of the Swan Song Project. Swan Song Project is a charity that helps people facing the end of their lives to write and record their own original songs. I started doing a series of interviews with songwriters where we asked them a little bit about their music and their processes, as well as uh, a bit about how music may have helped them deal with bereavement in the past. This episode features Leo and Anna from Birds and Beasts, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, today I'm here with Leo and Anna from Birds and Beasts. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, these songwriting interviews, I break them into three sections. We have first, uh, I guess they're going to play a song for us. Uh, we're going to have a little chat about how they wrote it. Section two, they're going to share with us a songwriting tip that might be useful for new songwriters. And then section three, um, they're going to share with us some songs that have helped them deal with uh, or think about end of life and bereavement in different ways. So uh, I'm going to pass you over to Leo and Anna. We're going to introduce a song for us and then uh, take it away whenever you're ready, guys. I'll put you on the big screen. Uh, it's uh, this song that we're going to play for you. It's a song called uh, Time Stands Still. I think we'll, we'll play it and then we'll, we'll tell you a bit about it afterwards. Together, it's family we owe our star. The land we love, where we grew up, never be the same. Gather close, surround you, protect the ones you love. Tightly knit family unit. Faces filled but we miss you still we had so much left to do Time stands still in this moment I could not leave your side even if I tried Part of you is gone, yet I still remember. You will always be there when I close. 
darkness now is lifting. We turn toward the skies. Spread our wings, new life begins. A future for you and I. Time stands still in this moment. I could not leave your side even if I tried. Part of you is gone, yet I still remember. You will always be there when I close my Always be there when I close my eyes. Great stuff, guys. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks that was for great. <laughs> so, what can you tell us about that song? We can tolerate interruptions at any other time, but not mid song, ideally. Is that, is that echo joining in? She waits till the end of the song, which is very nice of her. If you see me wobble, it's because I'm, or if I've been pulled, it's because I'm holding a pig. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's fine, yeah, dog. Good musical dog. <laughs> so, um, what can you tell us about that song? Time Stands Still, it's called. Still, yeah. Actually, you've seen uh, today, I purposefully just played the harp. That's an Irish harp. We purchased that in Dublin in May 2018 when we, you and us slot, we actually were in uh, Ireland at the same time. So I think it's also one of the reasons why we chosen the song today, because it kind of reminded me that we like followed your journey and we're just like, ooh, but Ben's going's nice and you had your kettlebell and everything. <laughs> but that didn't come into play till later on that year when Leo wrote the song. Um, there was a specific occasion that inspired it. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had a few, uh few different songs we could have chosen from because uh, our songs are all sort of related to the, the circle of life, you know, um, all aspects of it. So we had, a, we had a few that, you know, might have related more to end of life. Um, and we chose, yeah, we chose that one. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it was requested last night at our gig and we didn't get to play it. Uh, online gig. So we, we thought we'd do it today. And, also, uh, yeah, one of, um, I think what also... Um, happened is and at the time at Lewis School there was a lady called Michelle and she unfortunately passed away so the song was pretty much inspired by that as well because it was just like showing how close-knit the family of colleagues are and it's the same like you can relate that between the animal kingdom and the human kingdom human kingdom is there such thing between you know the animal world and and humans as well we have the same we have like all feelings of grief and it was a very sad time because it happened very close to Christmas as well and I think that's anyway a hard time for some people, especially when it comes to grief, because it's a time of family and everything. And we just try to give a bit of a positive spin as well on the, on the song and to say, okay, 
someone is leaving, but the family will stay behind and and start like start like new rituals and grief for the person. And it might bring you closer together, whilst it's a very sad occasion. And I feel like maybe your colleagues have come a bit closer together because of that, and just really thought, you know, life's really precious. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for anyone who who doesn't isn't familiar with our music, we um all of our songs are sort of based on animals um, and stories about animals, but we, we try and write from the heart as well and have them connected to, to real life experiences. Um, so that one's sort of it's inspired by crows, which are uh, one of the most intelligent birds, if not the most intelligent bird. And they, um, they do spend like a long time when one of them passes away, sort of as a, as a group. Um, grieving or that's what people seem to think they're doing mm. i'm sure they are um so yeah it's inspired by that really and yeah the real life experiences too that's great yeah thank you it's, i'm always interested with um with your songs about how they so like you say the kind of combination of being based on animals in some way but also but the way they connect with human stories so i was kind of interested in how you like how you go about like choosing them like do you is it you have like a bank of animals that you'd like to write about and characteristics of theirs that connect to different things or is it like something happens in your life that then you want to inspire you in a way and then you connect it to an animal story or um i mean the the, the lady who i used to work with who i mentioned she inspired a few songs it was around a similar time when um when she sadly passed away and i very quickly wrote a song that was about sort of um, mentors and people because she was someone who mentored me a lot when I was starting my my work as a teacher, and the that experience all brought this song out of me that was <laughs> linked between that and an episode of Planet Earth Two that we'd been watching, where it was um, a baby snow leopard cub having to leave her mum. So it's about sort of thanking someone for all they've done for you but then accepting that you you have to sort of move on and go and do your own thing too um so that that was an example of when the two things sort of came together i mean we we do have some other songs that are probably less based on our own lives yeah i mean there's a i've written uh we, we wrote a song together about hedgehogs and uh we go on our nightly dog walk the dogs just literally plopped right next to us <laughs> And um, it was like, no, was it maybe like a really odd time to see this animal and this hedgehog just popped out of the side alley and we're like, oh my God, they should be hibernating now. And we're like just thinking, how is it though if the hedgehog wakes up and, you know, they're gone for some time and then there's like a house in the state being built and everything looks different and they're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? So yeah, we're just like, sometimes we're just imagining how the story could go on and just like, or like what goes on in these animals' heads really. We do wonder. Yeah, I think some of it stems uh, for me as a songwriter from when I was in high school, and you know when you when you're sort of getting started in music, you quite often have a friend or someone you know who's you know a bit of a mentor, idol kind of person for you. You know, someone who knows a few more guitar chords than you do, and you know introduces you to some great records you've never heard. And I went into school one day and said to this person, my friend Steve, I was like, I've written a song. 
Um, and he was like, oh, okay, uh, what's, what's it about? And uh, I, was, I was like, um, uh, I don't know. I didn't know what to say other than the honest answer, which probably would have been like, oh, it's a bit of a derivative love song about that girl in the class that I quite like the look of. Um, it's what I probably should have said, but I just went, uh, I don't know. And that kind of being put on the spot stuck with me. And since then, I've quite liked having songs where when someone says what it's about, you can give them, you know, a little Sorry. a little short pitch of what, what the song's about. Yeah. Um, I don't like kind of weird abstract songs as well, you know, they're, they're equally valid. Mm. Most of uh, Wilco's songs are like very abstract, like they have this uh, song, what, how does it go with the pink refrigerator? A shallow pink refrigerator, refrigerator drone. drone. Because it's like, oh, I wonder if I can put that in a song. Or he goes like, uh, he kind of goes like, I'm assassin down the avenue. And you're just like, mm, yeah, okay. So like, well, but I'm absolutely incapable of writing those kind of songs. And it furies me with storytelling sort of right? love to be able to pull off a very abstract song that doesn't sound pretentious or kind of like cool. We were weighing up uh, playing a, a relatively new song today, which... Um, we thought might be quite fitting, um, which is a song that's inspired by ants. Mm. And it's about how ants sort of self-quarantine themselves. So if, if, they know, if they know there's something not quite right with them, so they won't infect the rest of the, the ant colony, they kind of go off to die alone. Um, so we wrote a song about that. It's called Keep Walking. Keep on walking, yeah. Keep on walking. Is that one on your, uh, your website or your SoundCloud or anything? Just part of the reason we didn't play it is we've just been recording it and we sort of ended up uh, ripping the melodies apart and to pieces and relearning all of the, the vocal parts, which we're still on with. Um, so yeah, it, it's kind of done as a song, but we, you know, when, you, when you're recording something, you quite often redo bits of it. Yeah, yeah, if you let us know when it's uh, finished, anyway, I'd like to hear that one. We've had a, had a bit more time for it lately than we might have yeah. otherwise. Uh, yeah. Quite far on, we've been doing doing vocals and stuff. And so yeah, we we are actually having. We don't know if the mastering appointment will happen. It's on the twenty ninth of May. We just we don't know. That's the time when we're gonna have the mastering technically done, and then we were gonna. We, I haven't even inquired with the record perfect plans yet because we don't know what's happening. But at least it's going to be ready, and we've got to release, I think, a new single in end of May, beginning of June. That's like a very long though. The one about bees? No. <laughs> yeah, we have another song about uh, bees as well, um, which death. sort of relates to um, death. Death, yeah, which how how bees, um, male drone bees, uh, go to mate with the, the queen, knowing that, you know, afterwards they're going to die. They all die in the process. Um, so it's a song about how they, they want to do that because it's what they were born to do, even though they know they're going to die. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice guys. One of the things I always like about um, seeing you guys play or talking to you is I feel really like I get entertained, but I also get to learn something, which is uh, my favourite thing when I can combine entertainment with learning things, <laughs> especially things about animals. I like to share, uh, share you know, facts that we find out with people. Um, we actually started doing an animal quiz quite recently. Nice. Um, yeah, which has been really fun, and it's provided um, a bit of inspiration for new songs as well. Yeah, um, if you're free on the 26th of uh, April, then... Yeah, we're going online, aren't we? Yeah, we're going online, if you guys yeah. are free, and fancy like a pop quiz home style. Oh my god, sorry, there might be a dog we, in the picture. Oh, 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> Echo. Sorry, she's looking in my face. Echo, get down. <laughs> Sit. Sit. She's just chewed a toy to pieces and now she's. Uh... Wants to get on the video. Hi, Echo. You got any songwriting tips for us, Echo? You move it. Echo, go, go, go. <laughs> Say that. Right. Yeah, I mean, we. Um, when you mentioned earlier about how we. Um, even like the process of getting ideas for songs we do have a notebook where we write down like concepts or just cool animals that would you know have plenty about them to write a song about i also yeah. found books that i would uh, recommend anybody reading i found it I've, uh, at the beginning of the year i took a new pledge and just joined the library because i was like i keep spending a lot of money buying books and we run out of space and what's the point so I went to the library in Huddersfield and I found that there was an absolute wealth of information about really interesting animal books. And one of them is by a biologist called Jules House and a house host. And uh, it's called Sex on Earth. And it had like all the crazy weird like mating rituals. Like there was something about that and it included necrophilia and you don't even want to know. But yeah, it was really interesting. I was like, I can pinpoint about five or six ideas already of songs that we could do. Or like, um, did you know that there's only 35 fossilized animals that got caught in the act? No. 35 worldwide for now. See, I found that I found that surprisingly a lot. You know, the chances of being fossilized are quite minuscule anyway. But for 35, presumably that's 35 couples mm. rather than yeah, not like single animals. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be one odd number, isn't it? So they're one left now. Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Cool, right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to section two, guys. So this is where I ask people to um, share with us a songwriting tip that might be useful to new songwriters. So uh, what, would your, what would your tip be for new newcoming songwriters? The top tip that Neil gave me when I first um, started, like properly started, because I've always written like poetry and stories and stuff. But one thing that really helped me was like to make like a, what do you call it? Story? Story? <laughs> Oh, a story mountain. A story mountain. So you kind of like almost draw and you go like, where does it start? Where does it want to go? And where does it end? And you write like certain points in the song. And that's been really helpful because sometimes I think it's quite easy to just start writing and be like, oh my God, there's like a gobbledygook of, of things. How do I, how do I do them? So that's been a really good tip for me. I think that, um, that shows some of the, the teacher training I've done. That kind of, that's what they get like, uh, key stage one kids to do for their stories, planning, you know, like the, problem, resolution, tension and release, that kind of thing. And also writing down like, make like a brainstorm, like if you go, um, if you go like, and I find it really easy to, rather than be really descriptive to go with feelings, you know, like how does it feel? And then just like write a few words down, like what, like with a, with a hedgehog song, for example, I was like, oh, I imagine it to be a very cold night, it's frosty, and then just write your, like loads of feelings associated with that picture in your head down. And then maybe use some, you know, nope. I think for us that works particularly well because, you know, we might start a song and be like, okay, this song's going to be about uh, an anglerfish living in the, the deepest, darkest ocean. And straight away you can, you know, write down a load of words, words that might be useful in writing that song. And then when, you know, when the flow stops coming, you can go back to that and be like, oh, I've not, not got this word in yet. It's a good word. Mm. Um, yeah, I think my my biggest tip would be uh, like archive everything that you do mm. and 
you know, make sure you always have like a notebook around. I think a lot of people do that anyway, but you know, make sure you've got one by your bed. You've got one like oh, yeah. in your car. Um, you know, a lot of people use their phones these days. You record all like little musical mm -hmm. ideas you have and never waste anything. Cause it's, it's really good to like, you know, when you've been doing it a while to look back on stuff, you know, just to see how, you know, the, the journey you've been on. We, yeah, we found some stuff that we recorded about four years ago. And we were like, oh my God, imagine all the changes we've done to the song. Like, it's so crazy. So I think record, like, keep a track and don't like think, okay, this, sound, this is a bit crabby. Like, don't give up too quickly because I used to just be like, oh, this is not good enough. Or this is not like this. Just keep it and maybe revisit it in like a month, a year, five years. Or maybe never. But if you keep stuff, you can dip into a wealth of ideas when you get stuck, I think. And when you get stuck, sometimes just walk away for a little bit, take some distance, like don't get frustrated. Leo is really good at that. Leo keeps just going and going and going and going. And then sometimes you don't like, know when oh, to stop sometimes. Yeah. I'm like more of a walker away and take some distance. It's been, it's been interesting for me because uh, I've, I've been writing songs by myself for years and doing uh, Bird and Beast with Anna. I've had to exercise my collaboration muscles more which is they, they were in poor condition um yeah, but have a really have a really funny system of like leo will like put all these words and i'll be like take that out take that out take that out take that out like i'm like the short like i'm i'm making the shorting i'm like the yeah that's another good tip yeah. like editing like editing. Uh, does that word really need to be there does it add value if it doesn't because it's really easy to put a lot of and and the and i and so sometimes it's good to take because with singing, I think with, with uh, songwriting, it's okay to like not be, I'm not saying be grammatically completely incorrect, but so I'll take some words out, makes it a bit more interesting. Yeah, that kind of like economy of um, stuff can be quite powerful sometimes when you take mm -hmm. out the unnecessary stuff that you yeah. don't need. Um, yeah. I have gone to the store, you could just be like, gone to the store, you know. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah, thanks guys. And I think we've got quite a few good tips out of that. <laughs> uh, value for value for time. Um, Wilco and Jeff Tweedy, who we've mentioned already and we're going to mention again when we come to the other song. Um, but he, he brought out an autobiography recently, which like an amazing read. Um, oh yeah, if you, even, even if you don't love Wilco, that is a very inspiring read for songwriting, I think, because he's so... He's so positive about it like he, he doesn't talk an awful lot about like the ins and outs of Wilco I've, I've read other biographies so I was like oh but like I really recommend reading his book it's really good it's really interesting read for songwriting it's called uh, let's go so we can get back let's go so we can get back cool yeah I'll look at that one I heard of that one um but yeah that leads us nicely into into the third section so this is where I, I ask my guests to share with us a song that's um meaningful to them in some way relating to bereavement um so i've given leo and anna a, a song choice each and what we do for this part so i can't play the songs during the video so i'll put the links in the description um i think we can do them both so if you both want to introduce your song choice um then yeah if people are listening to the video you want to uh, pause it and go and um listen to the, the links below then we can just kind of follow on one at a time um with your why, why you chose them so uh what, what did you choose for us I'm going to go first. Um, I chose All Things Must Pass by George Harrison uh, from the album of the same name. Um, it's a song that's sort of related to the idea of moving on and uh, 
you know, the continuation, whatever that might be at the end of life. Um, that's how I read it anyway, but it particularly evoked for me a memory of when we had to put down my childhood dog. Oh. Um, yeah. And straight after the moment that happened, it's still like whenever I hear that record now, it proper um, sends me back there and I get all choked up. Um, Cause yeah, as soon as the, the vet left after he'd, he'd come round and, uh, oh, and it's holding my hand. No, she's not. She's <laughs> stopped me playing with the sofa. Um, yeah, I put that record on straight away afterwards and it just takes me right back there now. Um, so yeah, that would be the record for me. Yeah, thanks Leo. It's a, yeah, great choice. It's a powerful song and then, uh, yeah, losing pets is, uh, is tough. Uh, yeah. I don't even want to think what it's going to be like when Ecolino goes, oh my God, I'm going to be off sick for a week. I can tell you that straight. Yeah. Anyway, it's only four. Should be read. So yeah, I chose by Wilco on and on and on and on from the album that I cannot remember. They're so prolific. I cannot remember which album it is on. Is it Wilco the album? Maybe it's Wilco, it the album. Wilco the album. It's the final track on whichever album yeah, it's on. It's just really, um, it's just like really, I think it's not got a specific occasion to me, but it's got some really beautiful words like, um, please don't cry, we designed to die. So basically it, it just like kind of sort of shows that it's something that affects everyone and I think that's more current than ever at the moment you know you're not like I think when you're like in your when I was in my 20s I felt really invincible and invincible not invisible invincible and uh you know like as you as I got older I've just like realized that is exactly you know like what is potentially going to happen and I think uh it just gives me a bit of comfort because quite a few of my family have died of cancer and stuff so I've had quite a lot of bereavement in my mid-20s and I think it's just giving me a bit of comfort, um, that song really, sometimes. Because it's, it's really sad and hard losing like your close family, it really is. I think he talked about in the book about it being, um, he talks a lot about losing his father in the mm. book. Um, Although he was kind of closer to his mum, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was like his dad uh, used to always play this one record, what was it? <laughs> um, so the nights, Glen Campbell. Like he used like one song and one song only, and played it over and over again. I think they they, they were just talking about like how they then had that song to listen to on the way home from the from the funeral. And his dad was a very peculiar character, and you know my uncle died really young as well, and he was a very peculiar character. So the song's given me some comfort, really. I, I, that. I don't know if this is something in common with. Um, other people's parents but I've, I've found as my parents have got older maybe it's as I've got older and they've decided to talk to me about it more but they talk about it quite a lot like dying oh yeah yeah you know, I know where everything yours, is isn't it? Um, like oh, I find the will there and there's also like so much money in an envelope and then I also found some other dodgy stuff on that cupboard that I can't tell you about you know anyway and where the stuff is when they pass it's awful yeah I don't know if it's the same for everyone but i don't know maybe you get more used to the idea the older you get i don't know i hope so i remember when i was young like being really frightened about dying same. all the time same like when oh, I was my really parents young. are dying <gasps> god yeah no yeah no it's awful yeah yeah well um it's been great talking to you guys and um yeah thanks for all of your your insights uh, into songwriting and uh, experiences um yeah i the amazing work you do i think it really chokes me up sometimes seeing the songs i'm like i'm not crying this is really cool. 
to your work actually all the time i think you give a lot of people a lot of hope and comfort oh thank you very much thank you uh, and yeah thank you for contributing to it. i'm still i'm kind of enjoying them at this time to bring to get some other people's insights into well hopefully will help people as well uh, so thank you for being a part of it um i'll put all the links to these in the descriptions and uh people can go and check out your other songs and uh thanks everyone for tuning in we'll be back soon with another episode thanks very much guys Bye. see you soon bye, bye. <laughs>